grow yourself, and grow your marriage. You ready? <laughs> okay, you just never stop talking. That's why we have a podcast, so you can just blab. I know, I just asked my sister to start one with me. So you can just yap. Yeah, like, I, there's too much work that goes into this one and the other one, so like, I need just a casual, like, we're just gonna read articles right. and talk about them. <laughs> you know where you're recording right now? Okay. I'm having, I'm, I'm having a third podcast, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> With perfect. all the time I have. Good, sounds good. You know that that's all the way Can you shush so I can no, intro? No, Oh They're my goodness me. gracious. Alright, shush. Chris and John are here with the Grow Yourself Great Marriage Podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, you sir. I can talk now. You can now. speak now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so, hey guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. When I just said that, it really made me think I used to have um, my own YouTube show with a friend. When, Be- like 20 Before years. YouTube was YouTube. Like before it was like cool. Yeah. No, it was YouTube still. It was really embarrassing though. Anyways, please don't look that up. Um, so this is a bonus episode. If you follow along with us, we did not post an episode last week. We took a vacation with the fam, with our fam, to Tennessee. And honestly, like when you're on vacation, I feel like you don't know what day of the week it is. And then we got back. We're like, oh, we got to get a podcast up. And then we had the stomach bug. So this is just a little like extra because we didn't give you one last week. Can we, can we talk about how the stomach bug um, happens with a lot of kids? So check this out. We wake <laughs> up one really day. Fun. We're in the car on the way to the doctor's office, by the way, if it's noisy. Well, but training. we wake up one day and our, old, our, our uh, L2, our second born, she was puking. Yeah, well, first she just said her belly hurt. Yeah. And, like, they do that sometimes. Right. So she started puking. And then a couple hours later, our firstborn, Lola, started puking. And then... Wait, let me tell you how the third one started. Wait, I was going to tell that. But you didn't know because you there. Basically, so I'm like going out to the store to try to get um, stuff. And I also had to pick up a couch that day and everything. And so I'm on my way back. And Jonna calls me like, help. And uh, I was like, what? What is wrong? <laughs> okay, so I could tell that it was coming. So obviously I'm pregnant. So I get nauseous sometimes anyways. But I could tell that I was also the next victim the way my stomach was feeling, the way I was just super dizzy and out of it, whatever. Our baby, Ledger, was still like full tilt, full energy, of course. He never was affected. But I lay down with the baby. I put all the other girls, I like make them spots on the couch and on the floor with towels and puke buckets and like I'm prepared, right? I know what's gonna happen. I have the couch covered, I'm like ready. And I turn on something, I lay down with the baby. At this point, L3, our wild three-year-old, is fine she's like still full energy and whatever and all of a sudden she wakes me up while me and the baby are sleeping on the couch and she goes she just starts whining that she wants me to hold her i was like "Uh uh-oh i'm like do you feel like you're gonna be sick and i'm trying to whisper because i fought the baby to, to nap and all of a sudden she keeps telling me no she's not gonna be sick she just wants me to hold her because she's a complicated human being yes and then all of a sudden just like she pukes all over me all down ledger's head and back which is how he was woken up from his nap disgusting hot puke and it just keeps coming of course in the one area it was I like hope that family guy stomach. episode where that's disgusting. they all I just start puking i hope you have a weak stomach because it just kept coming and it was only all on the area that i didn't have covered with towels and like pee pads like those things that soak up stuff because you can wash them easily i was prepared we've done the stomach bug before 
And so Chris calls me. I'm like, you got to get home now. Because then the other one started puking and it just, I didn't feel good. I had to toss everybody in the tub. It was... We probably went through like six rough. or eight comforters, and our kids oh missed the trash can every Not freaking Lola. She's time. Good. Dude, our our Lena, our Lena, Lena we always talk about Lena. So Lena decided that she wanted to be a rebel with puking in the trash can as well. She just kept saying she wasn't going. So to. no, no, no. When you were when you were out, and I was the last man standing, I was trying to put it in her face when she wasn't feeling good, and she's like, "No, no, no!" And I don't want to. I don't want to. And then she just like puked next to the can, and, I, and like I was trying not to get mad at her. It was just so frustrating. So our whole, you know, here here's dad like. All the kids are puking everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's a four hundred dollar rug. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah, awesome. The couch. Oh, this. Oh, great. We just washed the sheets. You know, like all these different things. So anyway, I spent a lot of time in the backyard uh, hosing off chunks of disgusting. I, dude, I, okay. I, anyway, I, yeah, I guess we've been descriptive gross. enough yeah, with this. Um, Basically, it was like an all day thing. But then the next yeah. day, we were just like out of it, and then it hit Chris. Yes. Thank God, though, that it didn't hit us at the same time because there was yes. one time that we were all down terrible. at once uh, a couple years ago. Yes, and we like, talked about that, that and impossible. that is yes, that's rough. Okay, so check it out. Um, that was the extensive excuse as to why we did not get a podcast. <laughs> I hope you understand. We hope you all enjoyed that. Um, all right. So this episode is um, really, like Jonna said, a bonus episode kind of centered around, hey, how do you, like, how do you take kids on a trip, like multiple kids on a trip and have fun? And notice I said trip, not vacation. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a good segue into the first thing is you got to set your expectations. Before we even went, mm, that's good. We set the expectation that there were not, no expectations. That, that there are no expectations. <laughs> we're like, you know what? There's still going to be tantrums. They're still going to fight. They're still going to be, you know, like getting up at night if we have to. There's going to be probably puking on the way down because our kids get car sick. Who knew this whole episode was about puke? I know. Um, man. Our kids get car Two of them get car sick. Um, we knew that we weren't going to get any rest. Because, like, generally, especially if you're a younger couple who doesn't have kids yet, <laughs> we might be scaring you. <laughs> or if you do and you're, like, early on, like, you might not have realized yet. But when you think about a vacation, you think of fun and relaxation and leisure and a break from, like, normal life and work. And we had to really quickly clear those expectations from our mind before we even went on the trip. Before we even pulled out the driveway. So you might be saying, well, Chris and Jonna, that doesn't even sound fun. Why would you even do it? Well, here's why. Our poor kids have been locked up aside, like going to our friend's house and the park and church pretty much for the last year and a half or whatever. And Chris has never gotten to take a paid vacation because he's always been entrepreneur life. We hadn't taken a family vacation since... 2017 I think and honestly it was just time we needed to get away and and do something fun with them when we're at home I'm sure any parent can understand this we're at home it's very hard to let loose and just enjoy the kids and play with them because everything like normal day day-to-day -day responsibilities are in your face like every time I sit down to play with them I'm looking at all the things I need to do we're thinking about okay now it's about time to cook or whatever so for me personally, I, Chris had said while we were down there, he's like, you're really good at staying in mom mode on vacation. Cause you know, he still wants to slip into like vacation. Um, that's not a dig. That's just something we talked about while right. we were down there, but it's because I actually feel like it's still a break for me. Cause I'm not stressing about as much about cleaning and cooking and, and you know, 
the normal stuff. I can like play with them and hang out and it's not hard to clean one room hotel compared to right? True. So house. write that down guys. Number one Number is one. you have to release all expectation. Yep. Because that way, when we had the first day we were in Gatlinburg, we get out, it's like freaking 95 degrees. We're ready to like walk around and just see what we're gonna run to. We're gonna go to the candy store. They don't ever get candy. So that was like, literally that was probably the highlight of their trip it, it, to go to a candy store. It was, I will say from an expectation perspective, um, also we were expecting them to, um, <laughs> well, we were expecting them to melt down and we were expecting them to get sick in the car and all that stuff. And um, so because we were expecting that, when it happens or when any of those things happen, it's like, oh, no big deal. I already saw that coming. I already saw that coming. Which so actually, which actually ended up not we had no in the car. car sickness, mm. which we can go 30 minutes sometimes which, with car sickness. Which leads to tip number two. So yes. we'll, we'll move this along here. When we got down in Gatlinburg, immediately okay. L2 was like slumped shoulders, like dragging her feet, didn't want to walk. She's four, so I really don't want to push her in a stroller. And like immediately, but I didn't get mad because I'm like, that's okay. Three of them are being really well behaved right now. And I yeah, expected somebody I mean, to melt every, down. There was not a moment where all of them were content. Um, except for maybe in the pool for I like know. a couple minutes. I don't know. I think at each attraction we went to, they were actually really well behaved. D decent for not having expectations. Yes. Right. Okay. So tip number two. Go ahead. No, you were just about to start it. Well, we, it, it triggered me. Um, what you just no in a good way, it tr it triggered me what what you just said, uh, but now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> you were gonna talk about how because we know that our kids get car sick, and because we know that driving a five hour drive with four kids uh, six and under there you go. is gonna be like a seven hour drive during the daytime. Last minute, we decided to rent a cheaper hotel, kind of close to where we were staying, and leave in the evening. So. Saturday on Saturday we got them in their jammies we fed them dinner we put pull-ups on the ones who needed pull-ups diapers whatever you know and we were able to load them up in the car and then they slept pretty much the whole way down there now of course Lena <laughs> Lena woke up a few times I mean car seats probably aren't super comfortable to sleep the ones that are sitting straight up um, but it worked out a lot better to drive through the evening so we left it like what seven and got down there at like 11 yeah midnight around there which yeah she she still ended up waking up but yeah i think that's another good tip so number one we'll, we'll keep doing the recap here is release all expectations if you are taking kids on the trip in our experience and then number two is absolutely if you can if you're driving and you know it's going to be an issue or even if you're flying um like a red eye or something like that would yeah. probably be best because if the kids are like awake and conscious they're going to be tripping it's true. I wonder if they would have slept as well on a plane, though. That's a mm. whole different environment. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, but but there's your first two tips. Um, why don't why don't you talk about your preparation for the trip? Even though I think it was way too extensive, um, <laughs> it ended up really helping. us. I was gonna say. I mean, it really yeah. helped us. Uh, yeah. So I feel like it was like a full time job for about a week preparing for our trip. I was looking up different ideas, thinking about any little trips we've taken and like what's worked and what's not, and I made a huge a huge packing list because taking a baby and taking toddlers and ledger is not breastfed so like he needs a lot of like formula and bottles and crap diapers wipes all that good stuff and taking all those young kids like you need a lot of stuff like it's not just as simple as throwing some clothes in a bag and like piecing out mm -hmm. so not only did i make a list for all of that stuff like anything we could possibly need and like try to figure out 
what we didn't need and whatever, but made a list of food. So we knew we were gonna have a hotel that had like a mini kitchen. That'll be the next tip. What you made us upgrade to, remember that. Mm -hmm. um, so I packed, I planned out some meals for the hotel. We planned on eating at least two meals a day at the hotel because, okay, we've got four kids and even though Ledger doesn't eat kids meals yet, the girls all do. And as you know, any touristy place, the prices are way inflated. And mm -hmm. I mean, every meal for us was at least minimum 70 bucks. None. Uh, ended up averaging out about 85, 90. Right. Which is yeah. crazy. So beforehand, I actually was looking up restaurants down there, trying to set a budget and get an idea of what we would actually spend. So we would have a realistic idea of how much to, to budget. Um, and I, I mean, I was under on that because I would go through the well, restaurants we might go to what oh, okay yeah go ahead and like on and like this might have been overkill but it gave me a good idea of like adding up how okay i pr pretty much know what my family is going to order at a restaurant and so i packed a lot of easy things that like i made taco meat ahead of time that day that we were leaving mm -hmm. which was also nice about leaving in the evening as i could make it that morning so it wasn't like sitting for a couple days mm -hmm. I made taco meat and packed like shells and some individual guacamoles and just like really easy taco fixings so like the first night we were there we were able to just heat up taco stuff the microwave microwavable rice whatever saved us a lot of money packed all our breakfast did like hard-boiled eggs and yogurts and overnight oats and just really really easy bagels fruit easy stuff so we literally had two coolers packed full of stuff like that we had uh, lunch meat sandwiches a lot so we could eat at the hotel which wasn't like it was still fun because it yeah, was still it was different for them we had a really nice patio thing there that we were able to eat at we met up with yep. friends and did that too. So yeah. I think that was like, that's one of the biggest tips is pack a lot of food because if we would have eaten out breakfast, lunch, and dinner down there, oh first God. of all, we would have felt miserable because like we were still able to eat more healthy than we would have if we were eating fast food every meal. Yeah. And we would have been not able to do as many attractions. Yes, I agree. What oh. the heck, babe? What? Why did you do that? I don't know. She, I didn't. She just swerved. I, I don't know. Like I don't know why jerk. you swerved. I, I didn't. I think. I think you moved your elbow. That, that no, was odd. Anyway, it was the rain. we didn't die. We're alive. Okay. My car is backwards. All right. So anyway, um, the next tip I would say is uh, this is what worked for us is having a rollover budget. So that was cool. So mm -hmm. we kind of worked out how much we wanted to spend on the trip, and I gave it a decent little cushion. And so what it ended up being after like our room and everything was like, okay, we have about 150 bucks a day to spend on, you know, attractions or food. So really what it came down to is we could pretty much do one attraction um, and or, or like one attraction and one place to eat pretty much every day for the most part, right? But what was cool is the $150 a day would roll over. So like the first night when we had tacos and stuff, we didn't eat we out. We went to the pool. Yeah, and went to the pool. Then that money rolled over the next day, ended up being like 210, 220 bucks or whatever. So all those little expenses of buying sunglasses and medicine and like all this different stuff um, ended up not being a big deal because everything rolled over. Now, and we planned on spending our initial budget on the trip. So by the end of the trip, it was like, okay, cool. Well, here's how much money we have. Uh, and then like obviously we could choose to be frivolous with it or not But we knew like we were pretty much on pace because we did a rollover budget, which we've never done before Well and budgeting in general for your trip I think is important because it hurts a lot more to spend that much money on a meal again When you're not expecting it or you don't have a plan for that money like you start I feel like 
if we wouldn't have known how much we were planning to spend, we probably would have been a little bit anxious yes. um, with each thing. Because, I mean, stuff is expensive, especially for the size family we have. <laughs> the whole yes. time I was like, me and now imagine adding two boys to these meals it's and gonna to be these attractions. Because obviously ledger still doesn't cost. Right. Um, the other thing I'll say from like a monetary perspective that we did, and like we didn't realize we did it, but I had a conversation with the girls when we got there. I was like, hey. Okay, check it out. And, and we kind of learned this from, uh, from our, our past interviews on, on finances and talking with the kids. But you know how kids are very often like, oh, I want a toy. I want this. I want that. Well, our kids are starting to do that. And they never did before, but they're, they're starting to. And so I just laid the expectations out way up front. On the way there, I, I told them, I was like, hey, girls, here's the deal. We're going on a vacation, Ooh, which will be another tip to, to not tell them until we leave. But anyway, so... Uh, we totally did this on the fly, by the way. We did not write any of these down. So hopefully you're keeping up. But basically, I told them, I was like, hey, girls, mommy and daddy are spending a lot of money on this trip, right? And we took a lot of money and set it aside, and we said, we want to spend time with you guys, and here's where we're putting our money. So I said, we're, we're putting our money into a room, and we're putting our money into doing activities with you guys and eating at fun places, right? None of this money is for toys. You guys have enough toys at home. And so laying that out up front rather than them freaking out all the time, um, I think ended up being really good. Yeah. I mean, even if they asked still, they were pretty understanding when we're like, nope, remember we want to go do this fun thing, <laughs> which brings me to the next tip. If you have really little kids who have never been to an arcade before, mm. it's like the cheapest thing you can do to entertain oh, them. Oh, dude, yes. Because the little, little ones would like get on some of the um, like motorcycle rides or like stuff because you know they have the previews and they would think that they were actually driving and playing the game so you and i mean we did buy games for like, we went to two arcades and we spent 50 dollars including ices <laughs> like ICs, literally yes. the best like probably four it. four hours um of activity on our trip was at the arcades and it was so cheap and it was fun because probably where we got sick they thought they were playing yeah m most likely um but they thought they were playing the games and we're like oh dude that actually worked out pretty good <laughs> right no, that was really fun. So that's that's another tip. Find things like that. Research your activities ahead of time. Like we we had a friend who suggested that we go to a place called Anakista, which is a big thing on the mountaintop. It was really cool. We went ahead and bought our tickets ahead of time, so that was already in the budget. Didn't have to worry about that. We knew we were going to be spending a day there. Um, which side note was really fun. Definitely more adult like. I think definitely not worth the money. Well, I think it is if you like if it was just me and you going on a date, but it cost our family a hundred bucks, and it was more of like a shopping meal and play area in the mountains. Yeah, you you basically pay money to go into the mountains and shop. Yeah, and look but at and look really at cool, cool views. It is really cool. it is cool. Um, another thing would be the room, right? So. Yeah. So we ended up upgrading to a room that had uh, the family suite. It was a family suite, and we ended up upgrading to a room that had like kind of a nice little living room, uh, not a separate room, but it was it was almost like a big family suite studio, and that was well worth it. It was it was more expensive, but it was well worth it because we knew how many days that our kids would be there, and obviously, I mean, I would say if your kids are used to a tiny tiny place. Uh, and you've all functioned that way, that's fine, but we're fortunate enough to live in the Midwest and like have really um, a spacious house that doesn't cost that much. And so, um, I mean, relatively oh, speaking, oh right? Uh, but, uh, but anyway, so our, our kids are used to a bigger place and, and we knew that, so we upgraded to a larger room so we could have some space away from them 
uh, somewhat. And well, that ended up being really, really good. Your motto, Chris's motto is like, you get what you pay for. I was trying to make it super budget friendly. Cause like when I first said, let's go on a trip, Chris is like, nah, we're not doing this. And so like, I had to like shark tank him and like pull out all stops and plan it out and budget it and present him with this idea of like, here's why we should go. Here's about how much it would cost. So I was trying to go pretty budget friendly and just get a decent room that at least had a fridge and a microwave. Uh, but Chris, I'm so glad was like, Hey, you get what you pay for. Like, we don't want to be on top. There's six of us, yeah. you know, and we're gonna have a pack and play and all these extra things that come with bringing a baby strollers and stuff. So yes, having that mini kitchen area. Now we didn't have a stove or anything, but we had like a decent sized fridge and microwave and countertop and sink and stuff which I feel like is pretty essential if you're packing food for the hotel. Yeah. Because yeah. we, st we stuffed that fridge and still needed our cooler. We did, yes. Yeah. So we had a couple coolers with us and all that good stuff. Um, have Ooh, we... It was on the first floor, which is bomb. Okay, that is another tip. Here we go. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so something that ended up working out really well for us was that it, it was on the first floor and we got a family suite on the first floor. Usually, uh, even for safety reasons, sometimes I like to stay up higher. But what's interesting is on the first floor... Um, I, it didn't occur to me that most of the time on the first floor, like you could park your car really freaking close. Like, and really so, close. so we actually could see our car, like probably maybe 15, eh, probably 25 yards away from our, from, from our patio. Um, and we could go out the back patio and get to our car. And so if we got home late and the girls were asleep or whatever, it wouldn't be like dreadful carrying them in, going in an elevator, finding well, we our room. we could easily just throw them in the stroller and walk yeah. in. So yeah, some type of a family suite on like a ground floor, if you got a lot of kids who are young, uh, feels like it makes a ton of sense. Well, and we were like right by the door so we could just go in and out rather than having to travel through the hotel. Cause literally every time we got back to the hotel, somebody was crying <laughs> over something like oh, yeah. they woke up in the car or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. So, so we should tell them actually, if we you are wanting to plan a trip to Tennessee, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area, we stayed in the Music Road Resort. Now there's a hotel and there's an inn. We stayed at the hotel. I think it's the only one that has a family suite. Highly recommend. It was mm -hmm. decently priced. It's in a really good location. Um, it was clean. It was really nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I will. Yeah. We will definitely go back there. Yeah. It was nice because the worst is when you pay a bunch of money and you get somewhere and like you know there's gunk on stuff yeah, and no, you're just like oh nice. my gosh like what the heck. Uh, so yeah, we definitely didn't have any complaints. It was it was pretty solid. So. Um, I mean, obviously things could have gone smoother, but I think all in all, having no expectations make everything decently smooth. <laughs> yeah. And there weren't really many moments where we like lost our crap. We did tell each other beforehand, like this is a trip in which like we are going to be super focused on not blowing up because there's a lot of stress when the kids are freaking out, especially when you have expectations. We did not have those, so that helped. But basically like our rule was we cannot blow up and scream at the kids. I think we had some stern moments, uh, like there in the was, car. Like, one day that was like all the really kids tough. were really melting down. But we also, expectations, we knew they've not done this much activity this many days in a row that ever, or at least yeah. in a lot of years for like Yeah, Kula. they were tired and they, they weren't exhausted. super well behaved, um, honestly. And in the hotel. You really can't expect them to be well behaved. Uh, they were really good being at good being at in that situation yeah so they were pretty good um but yeah not at all at the hotel they're making really bonehead decisions and we're like what are you doing but uh let's talk about some of the stuff we packed that was besides food that was really like 
oh glad we packed this like obviously a pack and play was really nice because ledger's on the move he's 10 months at the time so it was nice to have that even if he didn't sleep in it it was nice to have that to just like toss him in real fast so we could like make some food or get everybody in their bathing suits or whatever mm -hmm. um puddle jumpers for the pool are what are some things oh i packed over the door laundry bags oh, there you go Nothing's worse than being in a hotel and having to put your dirty laundry like in a bag in your suitcase. So we have these over-the-door laundry bags that I got off the Amazon. You also bag their clothes. Those. <gasps> yeah, there you gosh. go. What the you heck? made fun of me for that. I did, but it worked out great. It worked out so okay. good. Okay, this is good too. If you have more than one kid, especially, this is something that it took me some time. I'm not kidding. I started packing a week in advance, and it took me every day packing <laughs> to get together. But this was something that was really helpful having four little kids. So I knew that we what we were going to kind of do each day like not to a t we didn't have like an itinerary but i knew we needed about five casual outfits per person and then i packed three like nicer dinner outfits just in case we'd go out to about three dinners um what i did was again we've got four little people i took these big gallon ziploc bags and i laid out each of the kids five casual outfits and three dinner outfits along with like underwear diapers whatever accessories they needed with it and I bagged them in the Ziploc bags and I wrote like Lindley dinner outfit one casual outfit one whatever and so since we have four kids I had two kids in one suitcase and two kids in the other and it was so easy picking out outfits because yes. I knew hey we're gonna go down into Gatlinburg today that's a casual outfit so Girls, grab your outfit. You know, Lola can read now, kind of. So, Lola, grab your outfit that says casual. Just anyone that you want that. Yes, and it. here's why this is important is because if you have young kids, you probably experience that they, like, first off, they're overwhelmed with, like, decisions of, like, multiple things. And so, what happened here was most, for the most part, our kids will rummage through drawers and find, like, random, uh, random outfits and, and different sequences and stuff like that. And so having it all bagged was like, this is your only option. Have a nice day. <laughs> and it ended up being great. So there wasn't tons of changing, well, um, the all that stuff. To grab yes. and, and I already had the outfit mm. picked out. So like, I didn't care yes. what bag you I think that out. was like the most clutch. And like whenever did. we were going out on the town, you know, I always pack one extra outfit because the girls can kind of share clothes now. Like, so I'll pack one extra outfit in case there's like an accident or a puke accident. And then I always pack the baby an extra outfit. So it was super easy to do that on the go too. just grab the Ziploc bag, toss it in the diaper bag and go. Um, uh, same thing. What is that? I don't know. A siren? I don't know. Oh, oh, shoot. It's not. It's that truck. Oh, shoot. Um, I also. Oh, I thought people were screeching tires. Oh. Okay. No, yeah. I also packed like all our shoes in a separate bag. Is that off? Oh. No. Um, and then I tried to pack really minimal things for them to do down there because I knew we were going to be on the go a lot. So it wasn't worth it to me to pack a bunch of toys. I'll let them each pick a stuffed animal or a baby doll that like they wanted to bring to snuggle. Packed a few little baby toys and then coloring books. Yeah, so... I feel like that oh, wait, pretty I much. Wanna, sums can we it talk up. about the last day? How cool that was, though. How random when we were trying to find somewhere to eat. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just real fast. This will be the closing story. This is the closing All story. Right. So it's the last day, and again, we want to get on the road a little later and kind of soak up our time there. So we decided to still hang around down there and do like a meal and go do an activity before we got on the road. Because the budget rolled over. Because <laughs> the budget rolled over, so we could do that. So we're driving around for whatever reason, like we're being picky about where we want to eat because it's our last meal. Chris is like, I'm really wanting some Southern cooking. Okay. 
So I had a couple restaurants that I knew we were interested in and we just kind of started driving around to like three different places. And I'm like, Chris, just go in and check. Cause I don't want to unload all the kids and then us get in there and be like, eh, this isn't where we want to eat. Which again, we're not really normally like that. That mm -hmm. seems like really picky, but for whatever reason, that's what we did. So three places, just whatever reason, random reasons, they didn't make sense. They didn't work out. We end up at a place called Mama's Farmhouse. We're like, okay, this is perfect. This is where we're going to eat. Get in there. It's last day. The kids are tired. They're usually so well behaved in restaurants, but they're a little bit on edge. And I'm feeling a little bit of the stress of like keeping them quiet and stuff. Um, an older couple comes and sits down next to us and Ledger's like, doesn't have restaurant etiquette yet. No, he's he's like yelling bye and waving at him and being but all loud. He like screams. He's happy, terrible. but happy screeching, but still it's yeah. obnoxious and he's a baby. So I'm like, oh man, I see the husband get up. I'm like, man, he's probably going to go ask to move tables. Like he probably doesn't want to sit by us because we got all these kids and they're kind of. And there were other people in there and it, it was just, you know, it was, it, was, it was the last day. The girls weren't like really doing very well, weren't on their best behavior, weren't listening, doing crazy stuff. And we just were kind of feeling like a little embarrassed. Like, man, Stressed. this is, this sucks. They're really not acting the way they should be acting. And so Chris takes one of them out to go have a talk with them. And then uh, the server comes up at the end and we're like super ready for our bill, ready to just get out of there. And she goes, well, y'all don't have a ticket today. Somebody covered it for you. And again, I told you our meals were expensive. I'm like, wait, what? I immediately started like tearing up because I'm pregnant and emotional. And I was just like, I thought for sure we were driving everybody crazy. She's like, nope, just pay it forward. And then Lola was like so cute about it. She's like, Oh, mom, I really wish that we knew who it was so we could tell them, thank you. That's so nice. And yeah. I think it was that couple that was next to us, but. Yeah, well, it just stopped us in our tracks because we were just like, man, like that is so nice. It's so kind that somebody would do that. And I know we've, we've talked about planning on doing that before. I got to run into uh, my appointment, Chris. Wrap this up. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Bye, guys. So, um, so yeah, it just it just kind of hit us. We were, we were just in a little bit of a funk on the last day and. Having that happen was just like, wow, that's so kind. That is so nice. Uh, and it solidified for us uh, that we weren't, like, I guess all the negative chatter in our head about us ruining people's meals and, you know, having a rambunctious family and stuff like that where, I don't know, you just almost have all this crappy, these these crappy thoughts uh, between your ears were kind of, uh, kind of destroyed by having somebody do that and knowing it was the people in the room uh, that were pretty much next to us in which we thought they were probably annoyed with us, but they ended up paying for our meal. So super cool. Uh, me and Donna already have talked about like, we are definitely going to do that for sure. Later on in life when, when we see families like that and I feel like anybody, anybody doing that, uh, I don't know, just changes your day. Like you wouldn't imagine. So that put us in a much better mood and we were able to kind of, uh, get out of our funk a little bit and it was cool. So that's it guys. Uh, we just kind of wanted to rattle off a few tips we've learned, uh, on the trip. You know, there were good things, bad things. I think for the most part, we just talked about the things that went well, uh, in hopes that maybe if it's vacation season, you and your family, um, could take some of those tips and they are relative to you. If you have young kids, I think all of them will be relative to you. If you don't, then you can pick and choose. But, uh, Sorry, we don't have like a list to fully recap. I really can't remember all of them because that's how we do things sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for listening today. 
be sure to uh, subscribe to the show or follow, I guess, is the new lingo on Apple. Uh, we'd love for you to leave us a review uh, or shoot us a text. Uh, what's the stupid number? 513-420-4333 or is it 620-4333? And I text them both. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. Thanks a lot. And we will get another episode up here soon. Have a good day.